This is episode 20 of the High Response Marketing Podcast. Today we have guests Greg and Bruce. Greg's on his fourth card and Bruce is a new partner. It's that time. It's time for the best damn marketing podcast on the planet. Whether you want to sell more products, more services, get more customers, or just make more money. This is where you need to be. Coming to you straight from the trenches and reaching across the globe. It's the High Response Marketing Podcast. Featuring the postcard pioneer himself, Bob Ross. Welcome back, everyone, on a cold, snowy Wednesday here in upstate New York. It's a wind chill of 30, negative 37 today. It's brutal. But, uh... I, I am, I'm still, uh, I can't stand all of you that are in these warmer climates. Man, it makes me want to get out of here so bad. Today, I have two great guests. They're uh, new business partners, Greg and Bruce. Greg's been a longtime member, uh, I think since 2011, and he just brought on new partner, Bruce, and they're, they're tackling a 9 by 12 together outside of Philadelphia. Can't wait to hear their strategies. I know they're probably going to have a lot of great stories and a lot of great stuff to share. So I'm going to get Greg on the phone right now, and we'll get Bruce right after. Greg. Yes. What's up, buddy? <laughs> there he is. There I, he is. Now I got to somehow get uh, get Bruce on here. Hang on. Let's give, on. let's give this a shot and see if this works. Awesome. I'm here. Oh, we got yeah. you both. <laughs> <laughs> so so jake and i already started a little side conversation uh, while we we're trying to get you on and we butchered that to hell so wherever you want to start <laughs> just just say good jake greg's worried <laughs> greg's worried that his chewbacca ringtone is gonna he's embarrassed right. he's embarrassed i have a chewbacca gonna... text ringtone i don't need that going on every 10 seconds <laughs> wow that's interesting <laughs> i didn't know that about you <laughs> i was just i was sitting here looking at my phone waiting for a north pole area code so i didn't you know <laughs> i didn't <laughs> <laughs> so i've got here on the line uh greg and bruce both uh not both just launched their first nine by 12 as a, as a team together greg has i believe you've done three before right right three as of 2014 and you mm-hmm. you took a little hiatus and now you you somehow got together with bruce i don't i'm interested in finding out how that all worked but uh Bruce, how how are you? How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Is it true that you've got six kids? It it is true. It is true. The more the more uh <laughs> I you know, I thought I was bad with five and then it Scott <laughs> Scott, another one of our members, he's got seven and then just had twins, he's got nine, and then you hear you come with six and Yeah. I guess I'm not so uh impressive in the in the child bearing yeah. Bruce department. has an army he's got an army and most of them play hockey so I wouldn't mess with the William with uh, Bruce's family there <laughs> there we go there we go <laughs> and uh, you guys are in Pennsylvania and uh yeah so Greg let me uh real quick Greg you're on your your so this is your fourth total first with with Bruce but this is your fourth right. May 12th why did you right. you put out three cards before why did you take a break what happened there well, you know, I kind of told Bruce the same thing when we first connected um, online and we kind of were feeling each other out and we had a nice little phone chat, you know, he asked the same question and my answer was, I don't know why I stopped other than I had another side business that I was kind of leeching onto and it was, it was full of, you know, empty promises and the guy that I was working with, he, 
it, that is a long story in itself. I probably should condense it, but, uh, you know, we were doing a little side work together and, you know, the money wasn't talking. So at that point, I just kind of, I put the nine by 12 aside. I said, all right, let's go ramp this big thing up. And it never happened. So it's like, just as I was getting on a roll, I put number three out and uh, number three filled itself up really, really quickly. Number two went out. And I think number three went out four weeks later, you know, by myself with minimal work. So, and you're a uh, yeah. full time. You're a you're a graphic designer, right? Yeah, right. Still have my full time job, right? For now. How, <laughs> right. You're trying to. You've been trying to get out of that. I know that. Yeah, it, it's you know. I'll circle back to what Doug uh, Hazelwood was saying. You know, a few weeks back. It's I, I'm still in that comfortable zone where it's like. I'm more motivated now than I ever was before. But when you, when you're in that zone where it's okay, I'm paying bills, everything's okay. This is additional income. You know, you start to get complacent a little bit lazy. So that's where, you know, I'm, I'm finding I kind of, Bruce and I are constantly motivating each other, which is just, you know, I'll probably say that 50 times on this phone call. It's like, it's awesome to have two of you instead of one, you know, so it's just, we constantly keep passing this ball back and forth to each other. And you keep each it's other, nice I'm sure you hold each other accountable. It's that whole accountability thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, Bruce throws little jabs at me. You'll see. There was a couple <laughs> couple people we had here who uh, kind of tried to back doors at the end here, and it was by my own doing. So Bruce was, Bruce was sort of throwing sand in my wounds on that, weren't you, Bruce? I was trying. <laughs> I was looking at, uh, you guys sent me a, a, just some brief uh, things of what you guys have been doing at, over email, and I noticed that on Bruce's thing it said, uh, and some people didn't, uh, we couldn't collect deposits fast enough. And in like big letters, like Greg, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I could al- already uh, sense kind of the relationship there, but that's great. Uh, so, great. <laughs> so Bruce, let's hear about you a little bit here. How'd you come along? Man, I, um, man, about a year ago, I had a falling out with the sales company I was working with and, uh, just, um, was kind of a no man's land for a little while. Always wanted to do some things on my own, dabbled in the internet marketing thing. And, uh, um, I had seen your thing in passing, uh, the nine by 12 thing in passing on the warrior forum. Cause I was, you know, all over that place looking for something to do. And, um, man, I, I knew another guy doing some direct mail stuff. And I'm like, you know, I can, I can do this kind of thing. I don't need anybody. I really couldn't, I was out of work and, you know, six kids is not much money to throw around. If I wow, did spend yeah. my, my money, my wife would, uh, kick me out of the house probably. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I can do this on my own. I don't need to buy anything. I don't need that. And I just failed miserably. I mean, there was no, I had no confidence going out. I'm not much of a graphics artist. And, uh, you know, so it just, it was wrong altogether. But somewhere in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, man, you know what? That's, that's just, it works. I can see it working. You know what I mean? And I know other people have done it. So it's got to be able to work. And um, so probably six months later, I started, rethinking this stuff and you know as my money's getting less and less i'm like i gotta do something and i've been spending a lot of my time you know just looking for you know looking for a job throwing out resumes and getting stacked up in you know some uh file somewhere out there in cyberspace probably but um (laughs) just not much was coming of it so um i was like i just i gotta do something on my own i'm not gonna be happy unless i do something on my own and i got nothing to lose because i got nothing so i've only up to go you know so um, looking around again, I, I think it was on the Warrior Forum. I don't even remember. It was only like two months ago. And I'm looking around. I see 
Greg and he's posting stuff about things and I'm like, it says like his like little bio thing or whatever it said like near Philly. And I'm like, this guy's near Philly. I'm gonna reach out to this guy and just see what mm-hmm. what the deal is, you know, and see what he's doing and and so yeah, from there, you know, he had kinda of told me what he had done and I'm like that's when I asked, like, well, why'd you stop? Like, because <laughs> I'm looking at this going, like, really? You stopped? You had three cards out and you stopped. Like, what? what's your deal, man? <laughs> right. you know? And um, that extra chromosome yeah. on there for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of, um, yeah, I reached out to him. He got back to me and, um, yeah, we had a couple of phone calls, met at Panera Bread, discussed some things, and here we are. Wow! So you guys didn't even didn't even right. really know each other, and you kind of kind of just happened to, to come across each other. That's that's crazy. Well, well funny and, you should say that, Jake. We actually both went to the same high school. We we have a few years between us, <laughs> not too many, yeah, but uh, yeah. you know, it turns out we have Enough. a couple couple common you know com- couple common people that we both know, and uh, so we're both from the area. So we both know this area that we picked for our first card. We know this area inside now. You know, we both yeah. grew up there. Both of our parents still live there. Bruce and I will attest, it's a very blue-collar neighborhood, and it's, it's on the mend. I mean, it's really turning itself around, um, you know, the main streets. It, it has your stereotypical main and broad street, right, your quintessential little suburban yeah. town, and it's just packed with businesses, and it's, you know, it's really doing well for itself. So that that old-school, tough, blue-collar neighborhood thing is finally starting to ease up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, they're they're pretty – they've got thick skin around there. Did you uh, split up different territories, or did you both work the same? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, originally, we thought we, we looked at it, and there's like twenty three thousand mailboxes. So we're like, oh, we can get two cards in here, no problem. And um, we started out there, and uh, quickly realized we just better. We were better off just getting one card out because we think our thinking was that once it's out there, people will see it, we'll get more value. Just having one card out versus trying to trying to get two going at one time. So we concentrated our efforts into that. And, um, you know, so we kind of had to pick and choose where it was going. And, um, yeah, so I don't know, Greg, you want to throw anything in there? Um, did you have, did you set up, did you guys well, set up, uh, I just want to ask real quick before I forget. Did you guys set up a, uh, like, you have to sell this many ads, I'm going to sell this many ads? How, how, did, how does that work when, you, when you've got, right. you know, how does that work? Bruce, I think I'm going to kind of speak for, but we never really writ, wrote out any official rules to this partnership. Um, yeah. It's pretty fluid right now. I mean, we, we do have plans to form an LLC at some point, um, you know, open up a joint checking account and, you know, really take this to the next level. But I'm pretty sure we, we kind of just had an unspoken rule. It's like, all right, each of us is going to pull our own weight. So I work during the daytime, nine to five, Monday through Friday. Um, I have very limited time during a day to get stuff done. I pretty much burn up my lunch breaks, making phone calls, emails, all that kind of stuff. So we kind of just worked it out that, uh, you know, we, we would do our best to set leads during the daytime where Bruce would be the daytime guy. Right. And then when I would come home from work, I would kind of take over as the nighttime guy, you know, cleanup crew. So yeah, in terms of who sold what and how many, I think we were pretty much an even split. Bruce might have even had one up on me because I had a couple, a couple fall through at the end, which actually turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Um, we can we can hit on that later if you want, but uh, I mean, I think we did pretty darn good. We we split it as evenly as we possibly could, but you know, again, it's yeah. just we're both pulling our own weight, and we're the yin to the yang. So I can't do anything during the daytime. And uh, that's when Bruce gets the majority of his stuff done. So that's kind of our 
our situation right now. Our mindset was, and it still is, it's pretty, pretty big picture. You know, it's like, okay, our focus is getting that card out and making a profit. If it's, right. if it's a dollar, it's a dollar. If it's, you know, three grand, it's three grand. And he's telling me, you know, Bruce is like, once that first, second card hits, people will be calling us. I'm like, all right, if that's the deal, then let's just get it out. So I, I bartered our next, <laughs> the next down over we, we, um, we started and, uh, I bartered a deal just to get the ball rolling and I got, you know, I got 400 bucks for an ad and a, and a hundred dollar gift card nice. from an Indian restaurant. So, oh, from an um, Indian, see, most people, most people would say, yeah. uh, oh, you can't sell any Indian restaurants. They're Indian and oh. they don't pay anything. That's oh, what you're going to hear. Two. Yeah, well, we, don't, we are, we're two for I two, pay. Jake, in two different two towns. For, two for two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you right. got it for five hundred. You didn't have to. Well, you got the barter. Mm-hmm. We got the barter. So yeah, yeah. But uh, well, I got, I got one. Greg got the other, and uh, you can tell him that story, Greg, about the Indian restaurant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say this, Jake. Uh, we're going to implement a half down deposit rule on everybody from now on. Um, I thought we. I thought we had that rule. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, because yeah. you couldn't well, get that. The, you couldn't get the money, huh? Yeah, that kind of bit me at the end. You know. When you're prospecting a new area, I think the one thing that I'm always very overly conscious about is, like, they don't know us. We are the new kids on the block. We are two strangers in the night, you know, blowing into their doorstep, you know, throwing this thing on their table and demanding money. And and a lot of people, I mean, we sold quite a few on the spot. But a lot of people, it's like, you know, they kind of want to smell you out. They don't really fully trust you no matter how... (laughs) No matter how good you smell that day, it's like they're just not quite ready to pull out the checkbook. But, uh, you know, for, for those that do get it, and you can tell right away if they do get it and they see the value, those are the ones that I went a little soft on. I, you know, I kind of I kind of went with the rule of, ah, you, know, you know, let me build your ad, and once that's done, you know, then we'll settle up before we go to print. Well, little do I know these guys, I mean – I was calling, emailing, I was stopping by. I swear this this Indian restaurant guy, he was a professional at ducking me for money. It was hilarious. <laughs> but you got <laughs> it and he, you got it in the end? We got it. We got it. Yeah. I chased him down. I literally I stopped in there all the time until he got sick of seeing me and I said, "You know what? I was getting ready to pull a thread out and say, you know, you know, I will go through all 10,000 myself and X out your ad if I have to. <laughs> we will collect your money before we go to, you know, to the post office. So, anyway. <laughs> get that deposit. Get that yeah, deposit. Get deposit. And this right. is, and that brings up a good point because I am, I am in a fortunate position where I have salespeople and we have policies right. in place where you've got to get a deposit. You, you have to follow the procedure and it's mm-hmm. easy for me to enforce that because I'm not the one in, in the place. But I know that when you don't have someone over your shoulder saying you have to get that deposit or you're going to get fired, you, you, you tend to make these emotional decisions that aren't good and Mm -hmm. you don't get the, all hell can break loose. Yeah. Yeah. You've got it. It is, it is, uh, you're you're I I can't remember who it was, but I hear somewhere uh, he goes when you're not when you're self employed you don't have a boss except you do and he's the worst one, he's the oh, worst yeah. boss <laughs> y- yourself the, right. the worst. Right. I mean, really. Um, how yeah. so? I notice you guys have about fourteen ads. Is that right? I'm looking at your card here. Yep. Yeah. So you sold fourteen, all, all at roughly five hundred or so each. 
Yeah, some, um, yeah. you know, some of the ones were, oh, my God, the second we came in and showed them the card, I mean, their eyes lit up, and it was like you could see the fireworks go off, especially the food people. Everybody knows the food people do generally the best. Um, and those that have done similar things in our town, which would be Clipper Magazine, uh, Valpac, The Money Mailer. Mm-hmm. What was that other one, Bruce? The Blue something? Uh, Blue Ribbon. Blue Ribbon, right? Another yeah. Valpac. So you guys have thing. a lot of competition out. Well, we don't want to say competition, oh, but God, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of shared mailers, a lot of, lot of right. options out there for advertising, right? Now, right. some people, <laughs> some, some people are listening are going to say, well, where I live, we've got all this, all those veil packs and stuff, and no one's going to spend five hundred bucks on it on ten thousand postcards right. when they could spend five hundred bucks and go to ten million postcards right. through veil pack. What do you have yeah. to say about that, both of you? Yeah, go ahead, Bruce. We can say this together in chorus because we just heard this from the <laughs> we heard this from the postmaster himself when we dropped them off. He goes, yeah. he goes, man, this thing is sharp. He goes. You know, when we rolled out the CDDM, he goes, I've been waiting for somebody to do something like this. And then, <laughs> and then Bruce, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take too much creative license here, but he said something to the tune of, you know, man, this makes Minuteman's uh, thing look, look horrible. And he's like, this is yeah, so much yeah, better. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that was yeah. just like, all right, you're talking with the guy that's handling he sees everything. thousands yep. of pieces of mail a week. And, uh, I mean, he's rooting us on. He's, you know, he knows we're going to bring in business and he's going to be our go-to guy. And, you know, that's so, that awesome yeah, feeling. So and I can't, back to your question, Jake, yeah, nobody's doing this. And that's right. point blank period. End of story. Nobody's doing this. Nobody. Yeah. Who would ever grab a veil pack envelope or a <laughs> money mailer coupon and say, you know, this is a, wow, this is right. amazing. This is a beautiful piece. <laughs> 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 there's a big yeah. difference. You see yeah. that card and it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. Right. Right. Just the kind of little things it, like, yeah. you know, you're right. Exactly. It's so unique. It's different. It's a, it's a combination of good quality printing. Everyone sees the UV gloss. They love it. Um, you know, and coming from a little bit of a design background, you know, we played with a bunch of colors and, and Bruce and I yeah. settled on that lime green. It's like all the ads really, really pop. It, it does. It looks green. awesome. Yeah. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. Right. And it's a personal thing. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of our members and I've seen blank white cards, red cards, black cards, baby blue, yellow, orange. Um, and everyone's got their own flavor, but it's like, no matter what you do to this thing, you cannot go wrong. As long as you follow the general template that, you know, that we you've created and we've kind of pioneered since the beginning here. It's like, if you, if you deviate too much from the original, it starts to lose out a little, but I agree. I mean, this thing's a home run, no matter how you do it. How many business owners off the top of your head did you have to talk to, to get these 14 ads sold? God, Bruce, man, I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard. I mean, you, you know, business, they're, they're the, you know, they're tough to get a hold of a lot of times, and uh, but actually, but the so ones you actually talk to, yeah, how many yeah, you, ones you actually talk to? Um, man, it's a, it's a high percent. I, I think it's at least fifty percent. I mean, if we, you know, even we, are you, look, go ahead. I was gonna say, are you basically boiling the question down to every business owner that we got in front of? Did we close them? Like how many? How many? No, did we I know that I, that would be awesome. Owner? But yeah, okay. because people okay. that are listening, I always like to. The hard part, as you guys know, is to get in front of the business owner. That's the hardest part. Right. And right, right. if you stop, if you if you focus on nothing but 
How many businesses mm-hmm. am I going to have to go to? You're going to drive yourself right. nuts because yeah, you'll, yeah, yeah. you'll go to the number of businesses that you might have gone to or called or t- talked with might be right. might be ridiculously high that you may not even believe that number yourself. Mm-hmm. But the because you can hit up so many in so such short amount of time, mm-hmm. but the amount of business owners that you actually talk to, the closing percentage generally is 25 to 50%. Yeah. 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 You just have to get in front of people. Yes. And as soon as the meeting is set, and you know this, Jake, as soon as you set that meeting, you're in. I mean, Bruce, I don't think we had one meeting that we set that we didn't close, right? I mean, every single one of them. Yeah, you're probably right. How did you set these meetings? Go ahead, Bruce, because you layered up this this system pretty nicely for us. (laughs) Did I? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, we had, man, there's a couple of different ways that we've done it. I think we've used everything. Um, if you, Greg, are you referring to the email stuff? Is that? Yeah, yeah, lead. Cause I mean, I had never heard of, I'm old school. I'm very simple. So Bruce really brought some new things to the table that, um, I mean, God, I wasn't even using Yesware. I mean, I was like, ah, that's for, that's over the top <laughs> invasion of privacy. Blah, blah, blah. But I mean, you couldn't uh, load it onto your, uh, your AOL connection. You're right. Yesware <laughs> wouldn't load into. Yeah. There were too right, many right. too many numbers trying to connect to the internet in your neighborhood, you know. At the too same much time. technology for me. Right? <laughs> so how'd you how'd you do it, Bruce? Yeah, I mean, as far as getting in front of, I mean, well, getting the meetings. Um, I think Greg and I both worked on some email tweaking, some things there, and um, you know, basically we would we would send out the email, and um, you know, if somebody opened it up, we would we would track that a little bit, and then we'd follow up with another email. And, um, man, I would, man, I think we had like a 50% open rate on most of our emails. And then, um, man, out of those, just trying to think how many meetings you would have had. Um, yeah, our email template worked like a charm. Um, and a lot of people were sharing it. It was the same one that a lot of members are using, you know, you keep it very vague. Um, but yeah, basically to piggyback off of what Bruce said, the emails were, that did a lot of work in a short amount of time. Um, what do you think? Maybe that that helped to facilitate maybe a third of the ads on the card for just through emails. That sound about right? Yeah, I would think so. At least that. Right. How many I emails? Mean, how many emails did you send? And how many you said about fifty percent opened? Give me some kind of right, metrics. Yeah. How many did you send? How many sent an appointment? How many sold? Off the top of your head. Man, top of my head, I would think. Man, we probably sent close to 200 emails, I would say. Does that sound right, Greg, do you think? That sounds about right. I mean, we started I mean, with a list of 1,500 businesses. That's, that's how <laughs> Yeah, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't, yeah. And you narrowed it down. You went down to, how, what, how did you yeah. narrow it down? How'd you get from 1,500 businesses to 200 emails? Mm-hmm. Well, in this area, I mean, this area is very, there's a lot of corporate business. I mean, so we're, we're just, you know, it's like a fastener company or, you know, a widget maker. We're just automatically right. doing all that stuff. That's, you know, um, keeping the majority of retail professional, um, those type businesses, um, you know, contractors, those kind of things. Everybody else, we kind of just, um, you know, this is a big pharmaceutical area. So we're just knocking all of that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get down to it, um, you know, like I said, I don't know where that 1500, we got down to how many do you think we chopped out of that half at least? Uh, yeah, I think we, we had a viable number of maybe five or 600 actual 
tangible businesses that we could market to. I mean, they weren't B2B, wholesale, distributors, all that. Right. Once you weed out yeah. and cut the, turn the fat off, it, it was probably down to maybe 500. So, right. so yeah. out of that five, out of the 500, Jake, this was, this was grueling. And this is another learning curve for me. Um, before we had go ahead and gone ahead and purchased Lee Kahuna, this was like, it was a massive undertaking. I took that list and I just went hunting. I, I manually scraped emails for what, Bruce? It took me about six days, seven days. <laughs> you, man. You. Oh, what a colossal waste of time. Um, it really was. Uh, you know, but there's no better way to really fill up your Excel list. I mean, now I'm getting business owners' names, addresses, Facebook pages, websites. You know, then I'm, you know, I'd say at a Two thirds of them, but Facebook was like our best friend because if we couldn't find their, if they had a form on their website, I could go right to their Facebook page and find their email that way. Oh, so there great. was always a workaround, right? Which was nice. But uh, so you sent about two hundred of these out, and so that means you got about a hundred of them that opened. Yeah, about a hundred that opened, and then yeah. yeah, and then we follow up with that and kind of you know sit back for a couple of days and see who, who replied and. Uh, Right. We got a lot of people that, that asked for information, and then we had another follow-up email to send them with just information, which didn't quite let the right. cat out of the bag. But but what we did, um, each email we send out, we're asking for a meeting. We're not. We're I was just going to say, you're, that that's the best way right. to do it. Your goal should be to get in right. front of that business owner. Yeah, and we've, I mean, right. we've learned, and just the samples that, that we have, I mean, um, we basically took one of Greg's old um Ambler ones and then reprinted on that green, uh, you know, background and um, just having that card walking in is like, you know, once oh, somebody yeah. sees it, I mean, that's right. That's right. it. I mean, we were having a hard time finding a pizza shop and we had talked to a bunch right. of them and I had walked into this guy. He's like right in the center of town. Everybody knows him and he's feeling his card and he's like, he's like, yeah, this is really nice. And he's like feeling it between his fingers. And I'm just like, as soon as he said it, I'm like, I got this guy. I got him. You know, and he's like, <laughs> I had to do a little bartering and just work it, you know, in there. But he, you know. Oh, I yeah. It's the kiss it. of death it's for them exactly. to say any kind of, and show any kind of reaction to these cards. Right. You know, you know he's walking out with a check and two stars. So, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> and Jake, I have to put this out there. So I'm trying to throw a lot of value into this conversation for the newbies. I mean, Bruce and I are, you know, we bring a little bit of experience to the table, but we are definitely not past the intermediate level yet. I mean, we're still feeling each other out. We're still trying to, you know, tweak our methods and, and get better as we go. But if anything, if a lot of new people or people that, you know, kind of ran scared from this and are thinking about coming back to it, it's just, it's all about that confidence and the posture when you're in front of these people um, and for instance, one of my cardinal mistakes that I made in the beginning was I could not shut up. Like, you know, when, when you put this thing in front of them and you get that moment of silence, that's your cue to stop talking and just let them absorb it. And, and it's like, it's like a pissing match. And I, you know, excuse my language, but whoever barks first, that's the one that's showing the weakness. You know what I mean? So for me, it was like, get in front of them, shoot some talking points in their face immediately, get their attention slap this sample on the table and just be quiet and let them react to it. You know, that and it's the most uncomfortable feeling. It is the most uncomfortable yeah. feeling yeah. in the world, but you are a thousand right. percent right. If you right. keep talking, you're going to, you're going to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. The more you blabber, 
you become background noise and, and it just shows that lack of confidence, you know, because you're, you're, I don't even know how to put words to it, but it's, you know, you're filling in the blanks. You're, you're just, you're background noise at that point. You know, your goal is to let them jump at this thing first and then, you know, you've got them. And I'm really, I mean, that's the one thing you guess, I guess you just kind of learn with experience, right? And it's, you know, you're going to, you're going to crash and burn a few times. And I it, think it, someone has before. to tell you that you don't re- right. you don't learn right. that on your own. Someone has to tell right. you that. And then you realize that you're, you're not paying attention to it right. and then you right. try it and it works. Mm-hmm. You shut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your last podcast was good. Bruce and I were kind of comparing some notes on that with just the basics of like, body language and, you know, displaying your posture, I mean, and your confidence, it's like they pick up on that stuff within seconds. And if, you know, if they're feeling you and they're feeling the business, this thing sells itself. So don't try to oversell it, I guess, is the, that's the simple answer. It's, you know, easy to learn. It's going to take a lifetime to master, but, you know. I think that's with most things. The The better you get at it, the simpler you, you make it. And when you get really, really good at something, it just seems really easy. And it is, but it takes you a long time to to make it that easy, seem that easy at right, least. Right. But yeah, yeah. no, uh, people make things so complicated and they think they have to shove right. so much information when it's more about how right. how much value you can pack up into a little tiny bit of words or mm-hmm. actions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How many? Um, here's how, a, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Jake. Well, I was going to ask um, how many. Uh, like, what was the? How did you fill these? Were like you said, a third of them were from the old card or something, or a third were from email. Right. What was? Yeah. How did you get all these deals? Kind of like a ratio of what method did you get all these deals from? Do you want me to grab that, Bruce, or you want to? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, emails were the foot in the door. You know, it, it, it turned a cold walk-in to a semi-warm walk-in. You know, as long as we know that they're opening them and looking at it, that gives us the right to just go. I mean, Bruce and I, we just took Saturdays and Sundays. Um, you know, Bruce did a few weekdays, which I couldn't do, and he got a few a few good uh, a few good sales from that. But mostly the weekends, and and Bruce is laughing at this. He's like, you know, <laughs> I was on a I was on a roll the one weekend. He goes. This is ridiculous. He goes, you figure business owners would be there during the week, you know, doing some paperwork and bookkeeping. And and he's like, it was quite the opposite. They were all there on the weekends for me, which was, which is kind of strange. I'd be at, I'd be at like hockey games with my kid and he's like rolling around. Hey, I got one. I got one. I got one. I'm like, what are you doing? It's a weekend. Like, how are you getting these on a weekend? Right. right, Well, that's what you get. That's what you get for prejudging. That's what you get for (laughs) prejudging. Right. You know? Yeah, there's there's no well, rhyme or reason yeah. to it sometimes. Yeah. You just got to keep going out there. Just keep going out there. Keep getting in front of them. Um, you know, don't waste too much time on one that's kind of dragging. We had a couple of places that were being a little hard-nosed with us and, you know, dragging us through the dirt a little bit and, you know, trying to play the, play the numbers game. And it's like, you know what? Bruce and I both went, what are we doing? There, I could yeah. throw a football in any direction and hit 10 more of these type of businesses. What are we doing? <laughs> So it was just like a matter of, you know, you know, be persistent. If you get a good vibe, if you think you're going to convert it into a sale, you know, keep pressure on it, but don't waste time. If, you know, don't let it become an ego thing where it's like, oh, I got to get this one. You know, this is the the hottest ticket you have in town to, if I get these guys. Eradicate yeah. that neediness, right? Eradicate. Right. 
right? You are not. And Jake, you had said this at one point in one of your releases that uh, don't judge your your advertisers and your business owners. You know, don't don't try to go in there with a pre-made list in your head of you know I need one of these, I need one of these, I need one of those. Because a lot of times you'll be surprised at the ones that are dying to get on this thing that you would have never thought of. Yeah. You know, yeah. with the random ones. Yeah. If you're ever going to prejudge anything, you've got to prejudge positively. Oh, they're going to buy. Right. These people right. are going to buy. It takes a special kind of mentality to have, to be, to be always positive about, about selling it. But also if they don't, to not be discouraged. So you have to kind of like let yourself down, but not feel let down. Yeah, you know, you got to come in like you're, you're everyone's going to buy. These people are going to buy. Mm -hmm. And then if they don't, you can't get discouraged. You just got to go to the next one. They're going to buy. Right. That kind of mentality will get you through the day. It's when people get discouraged. Now, did you guys mm -hmm. deal with any, any, uh, you know, were you discouraged at one point? Were you frustrated? How'd you get through it? How did you get through it? No, it went perfectly. I think we were just, yeah. <laughs> we had a few. We had a few. You kept um, pushing. Um, how many, da how yeah, many we, days of prospecting do you think you spent? Like actual days of, of talking with business owners. You talking in person or by phone or both just in general? In Yeah, both. Like how many acts? I'm sure yeah. there were days where you didn't prospect. You didn't, right, you know, right. you cut those days out. If you just right. counted productive days, how many productive right. days did it take you to fill the card? What do you think, Bruce? I mean, I would say out of, I know, out of the, I know, four, was, I, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I know it was from the day we sent those first emails to the day we sent it to the printer was, was about a month. Right. That was the time frame. So right. how many of those days? were spent, man, half, maybe, you know, two solid weeks of, yeah. of you know, maybe dating these people, you know, not all of them. Yeah, like, yeah. A, all right, all right. Let's put yeah. it this way. We, we had one place that says right in the middle of town and it's a jeweler and they're really famous. They've been around since like 1950 and I knew we wanted them on this card and I purposely kind of saved them for the end because I wanted to stack up the, advertisers that we had racked up onto that point so I could use that as leverage and say, hey, we've got so-and-so down the street, we've got the pizza joint, we've got the upscale Italian place down the road. You know, you are smack in the middle of town where this is going to hit, you know. You know, we need you on here. But, I, you know, obviously I didn't phrase it that way. And uh, these guys were a little tough. He blew me. I think, you know, this was one of those quality follow-up periods where, I had a good sense. I went with a hunch. You know, Bruce was saying, you know, go for it, go for it. We'll see what happens. It'd be great to get them on there. And it turns out we converted them. It, uh, you know, my phone rang the one day and it was the owner of the, wasn't even the manager. It was like the owner. And he goes, I, Hey, I just got around to this sample. This is really sharp. He's like, how much? Just like that. How much? <laughs> I said, well, let's talk. I said, you want the big <laughs> one or the little one? <laughs> and, uh, and he sold it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as it turns out, we couldn't make our commitment to pre-Valentine's Day to get this thing turned out. Um, we were down to the wire. We have, we have a couple little funny stories. Hopefully, you know, if we have time for it, we'll, we'll shoot them out there. But, uh, you know, one of them was, you know, these guys that were very time sensitive with Valentine's, one of them was a florist and the other one was his jeweler. 
and Bruce and I are just like, man, we can't lose these guys. We can't lose them. You know, what are we going to do? And, uh, so, so it turns out the, the owner of the jewelry company goes, you know, well, he goes, you know, it's a shame we're not going to be able to catch you in time for your first one. But he goes, I went ahead and talked to five of my neighbors and we're <laughs> all jazzed about getting on your next one. I said, wow. what? <laughs> so this guy went around and prospected his, his next door neighbors, <laughs> his buddies, you know, which was uh, a coffee shop. Uh, what was the other one? Bruce for Rapunzel's who blew me off. Like they straight blew me off the one day I came in there and it's all these women getting their hair done and, and they just stare at me and they're burning holes into my body. <laughs> Rapunzel. <right? laughs> oh my God. Right. Rapunzel is called. Right. Yeah. So I walk out of there feeling like a beaten horse. I'm like, geez, they, they were just mean. They didn't even give me the time of day. So little do I know Richard from the jewelry place around the corner, you know, one week later, he's out selling the card for us. It was incredible. It was great. <laughs> so it's like, I don't even have to deal with this woman now. It's like, I could just use Richard as leverage. It's great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't write off the ones that are, you know, when the guys that say, Hey, I'll do this on your next one, write that down because you're, you're already filling up your next card. You know, it's, it's great. Yeah. There's usually a good story behind the final ads like the last one or two ads. Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> Craig, that's all you, man. That's, uh, <laughs> I it's guess this is going to be a good story. Water for right? this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's the thing. When I, when I think we, we sold this thing, you know, it took us a month from that first email to, to sending it to the printer. That last week was, you know, it was brutal. horrible. was horrible. I mean, He's calling me on Tuesday, and he's like, you know, you can take it from there, Greg. <laughs> I was losing a little bit of steam. I, you know, at the same time, you're trying to maximize as much profit as you can to get this out the door. But at the same time, if you're getting hung up on these one or two people that are dragging you down, it's like, I have to make this deadline. So you really have yeah. to find that perfect balance of profit versus just getting it out. Get it out on time. Don't piss any of your people off. Um, you know, let the first card saturate the areas and let it do its thing. But, you know, you're, you're trying to grab every dollar bill that's flying out of the door between now and the time the printer, you know, is getting ready to upload the files. So, yeah, so long story short, uh, the jeweler bailed out and they were supposed to be one of the final ads. And another one was a hardware store. And I'll, I'll try to make this short. His big, uh, offer was going to be, this big expensive Italian imported machine that does um, chipped programmable keys for your car. <laughs> because if, if anybody out there, if anybody out there has lost one of their car keys in a modern car, those suckers are like a hundred to a thousand dollars, depending on, you know, if you've right. got an Audi or a BMW, you know, you're talking almost 900 to a thousand bucks to get a new key made. Key, right. Right. So <laughs> this guy went and got a machine from Italy and he was going to promote that on the card on his offer. And I penciled him in, done deal. I'll contact the hardware place, you know, last week um, before we ship it to the printer. So I call him up. I'm all charged up. I say, hey, Charles, you know, it's Greg. You know, are we ready to go on this thing? You have your, your ad content together? He goes, Greg, I can't do it. The machine's back ordered two weeks. <laughs> because, because I cannot uh, I cannot justify putting out an ad for a machine that isn't even assembled yet, which is going to be my bread and butter. He goes, I'm out. He goes, but I'll do your next one. So, you know, there again, it's like, it's, it's Man, bittersweet. Like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm losing people by the minute. What right. are we going to do? So anyway, Bruce and I were kind of 
you know, just putting our heads together saying, do we donate them? You know, my wife has a little makeup thing she does, you know, would you mind if I put her on there and I'll give you some of my profit? So, so well, Bruce, it was Friday, right? It was literally the last possible day yeah. that we could have waited before yeah. we sent to the printer. And we yeah. get this random phone call and I was at work and I'm, you know, I have limited availability at work, but I saw the number ring. I saw it was a Lansdale number. I said, you know, this just feels good. I said, I got to take this one. So I excused myself, took a little break, and sure enough, there was a there was a painter who does uh, residential and commercial painting. He goes, hey, I just opened up my email. I saw this thing you guys put out there. He goes, I want to meet. He goes, this thing sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> last oh day. God, on the last day. Name is, on the last day, and we were pulling our hair out. He goes, you got any of those big ones left? Yeah, he goes, you got, he goes, you got a big space left? I said, oh, my God. I said, we do have a big space left. <laughs> you want it? Oh, so I met the guy that night, collected a check in full, in person, before I even made the ad. And uh, so that was our strong finish. Oh, but, but, yeah, great. we had a little emotional roller coaster there. It was pretty nice. It's funny how that <laughs> stuff, it just happens. It just, right? it just happens. You got you to gotta kind of have a lot, just faith in it. You start it right. off, go and just have faith that it will work. Just keep right. reaching out right. to people. It will it will right. work. Right. <laughs> We've got yeah. maybe like five uh-huh. minutes or something left. Give me some cool. uh uh we'll start we'll start with uh let's start with Bruce. Give give the people listening some tips. Those that are have are scared to do this and they haven't actually gone out and talked with anyone yet. What would you tell them to on how to get started, how to how to make this thing work? Man, great question. I've got to think back of what <laughs> what I've done. Um man, um what works? What can someone what do that works that you can do and see a result from? <clears throat> I mean, to me a, a big thing for us, I mean we we did all the email stuff, but um Email's you great. Know, e- email's fantastic. So I think a lot of people listening will want to hear about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my, I'm going to go away from that because to me, what I mean, I, I, I'm going to bring my wife into this. Hope she doesn't listen. Um, because <laughs> I, I was the one sitting at home constructing these emails, which were, mind you. Um, but my wife's looking at me. She's like, "Why are you wasting all your time doing this?" And, and she didn't understand. I mean, she's like, you know, different people respond different ways. And um, she was like, why are you wasting your time doing this? She goes, just go out and show it to people. Just go door to door. So one day I'm like, you know, getting tired sitting behind the computer or whatever. I'm just like, I'm going to go out. And you know what? I, I found that like this getting out, showing them this card, for for me, just seemed to work better. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had the guy that saw the email and it came in, you know, came in at the last minute, which was great. Had I not spent that time sending emails, that wouldn't have happened. So that does work. But um, to me, I, you know, just have a sample, get a sample and just go out there and meet people. Um, you know, I think if you could put your face in front of the person, build rapport with them, um, it just goes a long way. Um, all there is to it. <laughs> there really is. That's all there is to it. People want to I mean, complicate. Yeah, I, people want to complicate things, but right. My wife told me that for years. She's like, you just want to do it. it. She's like, just go do something. Just go I'm do like, it. Just go out there. All right. I'm going to do it. So, yeah, I mean, that, that would be my, my, uh, my two cents. What are you saying when you go into uh, a cold walk-in? What are you saying to them? 
How are you introducing yourself? What's your What's your little pitch? I'm real casual. I'm just like, hey, my name's Bruce. I'm a local business owner. Um, we're sending this out to 10,000 landfill mailboxes. You know, <laughs> give it to them and that's it. Don't make it any more like, complicated, right? No, I don't really, you know, hide anything. And they'll, you know, either they're like that pizza guy just holds it and gets it, or they're just like, no, we don't do that. I'm like, all right, see ya. I, you know, awesome. When a couple, you know, one jewelry was like, no, we don't do anything like that. So I'm like, all right, yeah, doesn't bother yeah. me. Keep rolling, you know. Greg, what do you what do you have to say? You've been through. I mean, you, this is the fourth time you've been through this, so yeah, you've got some um, experience. You keep, you keep saying right. that you're so new to it. You got four four of these under your belt, man. Four <laughs> yeah. of them. Well, I'm more I'm more charged up now than I ever was. I mean, th- the first time I did it was a test. I just wanted to see if a guy with no sales experience ever, no background sales. I've never talked to business owners face to face like that before. I just wanted to see if I had it in me. Um, so the first one was the icebreaker. Second one was, you know, I came back to it, wanted to see if I could make a little bit more money. And number two was the turning point because when I got number two done, number three almost filled itself, filled, filled itself up maybe over 50% on its own. It was awesome. Um, so stay with it. I mean, each one will treat you better and better. It's that first one. It's like the, the that's the one, icebreaker. Man. Get that first one done. Get it out. If you have to take a little bit of a hit with profits, just, you know, you know, be fair to yourself. Be fair to your, you know, reward yourself for your time of, of all this time you're spending working. You know, make sure you're not doing it for free, but be flexible. I mean, be very, very flexible. You know, be firm, but also try to be flexible when it comes to, you know, how you're going to structure this thing. Don't box yourself in, you know, just take it as it comes. You guys uh, are another one. Well, go ahead. What's that? No, go ahead. Well, something that was very important, and I didn't really figure this out and put as much emphasis on it on my first cards was um, a lot of the business owners, they really wanted to know where's this thing going to go. So know your neighborhoods, you know, know the streets, be able to reference, you know, certain neighborhoods where, you know, obviously people want to go where the money is. Right. So, so Bruce and I, when we were talking to certain people, like they want to know, you know, Hey, is it going to go to the borough? You know, you're talking about, you know, people, you know, combined household incomes of maybe 50, 60 grand. And they didn't want to target those people. They wanted to go toward the outskirts. So Bruce and I were, <laughs> we handed that torch off back and forth. We said, all right, here's my Matt, uh, ideas, you know, and then I would send it to Bruce and he would tweak it and <laughs> change a couple routes around and then send it back to me. But uh, in the end, we have a really, really nice product. I mean, it's it's going to hit a lot of quality homes, and uh, we're we're pumped, man. We can't to see how, we can't wait to see how this is going to perform. Yeah, I can't wait to see, yeah, I can't wait to see your your guys' progress on. We're going to yeah. definitely have to revisit yeah. it after you know four or five cards, right. and uh, I'm sure you're going to have a lot more to even to add. But uh, this has been a, been incredible. Perfect. I think the information you guys have shared is just outstanding, and it's a good testament to. Just how simple this business really is. That it's uh, anyone can start it. It doesn't. You don't need right. sales experience. You don't. You, you don't have to be scared of it. The card sells itself. And uh, you guys, you can start this business for under a hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> you have everything you need: website, Facebook page, business card, sample. You're done. That's it. Crazy. You know. Yeah. Well, I had a great time, guys. Uh, outstanding.